Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Welcome back. Yeah, it's nice to be back, especially after the week that I've had. (laughs) Oh, so hey, I'm just going to tell you that uh, I recorded this yesterday. It seems really funny saying that today, (laughs) but uh, think about that for a couple seconds. It'll come to you. Anyway. Uh, I've been out uh, of the office the past few days. I caught something I hope none of you catch because it has been brutal. Yeah, I think I've been sleeping around 14 hours a day. And uh, anyway, dragging myself in here to try to get this show out and uh, to talk to you about a uh, an upcoming seminar for one thing. November 21st, that's Thursday. Uh, it's coming up pretty pretty quickly here. It's going to be uh, Tri-C's Corporate College. You should go to my website if you want to sign up for it. It's free. And I titled the workshop, Nothing is as Constant as Change. And it's changing again. And there are a couple of new options that have emerged for people that are looking to reduce your risk in your investments while saving for retirement as well as taking income during retirement. Okay, So trying to reduce the risk without reducing your returns uh, to nothing <laughs> or to CD rates. That's CD rates are incredibly low. I was looking at treasury rates on my way into the show. Actually, not on the way into the show, before I started coming into the show. And it's unbelievable that interest rates are this low for this long. You know, they weren't this low uh, during and after the depression. During the depression, they were actually slightly higher than they are today. So that kind of blows my mind. Um, most people don't know what the depression is. I think that what's really funny is uh, millennials, they have no idea. My grandparents used to talk about the depression all the time when I was in millennial age. <laughs> but uh, they have no idea what that what that is. You talk to them about what? Uh, so it's uh, evidently history is not a very popular topic to study in school anymore. And, uh, and I get it. You know, You guys have way more to learn than my generation did. Uh, the digital stuff, you have to learn big data. In order to learn big data, you've got to understand the same stuff that we had to take, the statistics, but you're going to have to do that a whole lot faster than we did because then you're going to have to learn how to go out and apply it in real-world environments. Back when I had to learn that stuff, the only time you had to apply it was on a test. <laughs> the, the, unless you were going to be an actuary. But anyway, I mean, I uh, digress. Uh, seminar is coming up on November 21st, and we're going to be talking about some things that have developed. And uh, basically, Nationwide has fired the first shot. Hey, uh, there are two different ways that, that certain products are sold, and they're normally through a broker-dealer network uh, or through independent registered investment advisors uh, like myself. So the differences are like basically commission. That's what a lot of the differences come down to. You can sell a commission product, but to do that, you have to be a member of a broker-dealer. Um, but if you don't want to sell commission product and you just want to work on uh, basically a management fee, you go independent 
and you become an RIA, or you can do that. A lot of the big broker dealers now allow their reps to do this. I started doing this before I uh, uh, left to form Bullington Capital. They just weren't quite flexible enough for me, and I wanted complete flexibility. They said no. I said goodbye. <laughs> That's kind of how that happened. So uh, I, I want a complete flexibility in how to run my business. I want to be able to run my business um, that's going to be in my client's best interest at all times with no conflict of interest. And when you're getting a commission, I'm not saying that everybody's got a conflict of interest or, or succumbs to a conflict of interest when they have the ability to get a commission, but it is a major sticking point. So it's a thing that you're always going to have to deal with and you're always going to have to wonder a little bit. So we don't do that. And uh, this new product from Nationwide is not doing that. We're going to talk about it in kind of great detail. I'll actually go through it today. And uh, I'll be talking about it you know, from this point forward. I am absolutely sure this is not going to be the last type of this product that ever gets introduced. I'm sure that this is actually the first of many. And they're probably going to have to... I'm sure they're going to swallow really hard before they decide that, to try and do this because you've got to have some major capital behind you like a firm like a nationwide would have to be able to launch something like this. And uh, what am I talking about? Well, I'm, I'm actually talking about being able to guarantee a certain amount of income in retirement. You know, retirement is fast approaching a ton of people and I'm I'm constantly talking about it. Uh, I think it's you're never too young to start planning for retirement. Somebody asked me, well, when's a good time to start planning for retirement? And I said, well, when you're about 12. And people are going, 12? Oh, yeah, because if you wait until they're 13 or 14, their hormones will kick in. You won't be able to talk to them till in their mid-30s. Which is <laughs> kind of kidding, but the uh, kind of. Um, so kids at that age can understand percentages. And when you look at the numbers, how much money you, you really have to accumulate to become financially independent. It's a lot. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And it just, it kills me when I see these, uh, you know, questionnaires and, and financial planning questionnaires and the financial planning plans where, you know, they're looking at the kids' college and their marriage, you know, saving up for their marriage ceremony as major to-do items. And then retirement comes like third or fourth. I'm like, I hope your kids, you know, you send them to college and then you paid for their weddings. I hope they don't mind when you have to live in the, you know, the the mini house in the backyard <laughs> that you build, because that's what's going to happen for the vast majority of people. And um, by the way, they, that's that's not if that's when that's happening right now. Uh, parents are uh, doing such a good job supporting their kids; they're they're forgetting to provide for their future themselves, and it's a big number. I mean, it's a big number. And I've always used a number somewhere between uh, uh, four and 6%. And what's interesting is with this product, we'll be talking about in greater detail because it's kind of, it's kind of complicated, but it's also kind of simple. Uh, it's not something you're probably going to get by listening to a radio program or a podcast. You're probably going to have to come in, look at the numbers or request information, have it sent to you, read it, and then talk to somebody about the information that you just read. Because this is a, it's a new day. It's a new era. And you're going to need some help with some of this stuff unless you do this for a living. And if you do it for a living, you know, feel free. I'll, I'll give you the, you know, I have a lot of 
financial planners coming to my seminars, I, I really don't mind. The, uh, I think this is a great idea. Uh, I think in the right scenario, it's a great idea, and I think it's going to catch on. I'm, I'm sure it will. I'm absolutely positive this is going to catch on. So how could I be so positive? Because what they're doing, what Nationwide's decided to do, is to guarantee lifetime withdrawals. They're going to guarantee that. And the guarantees that they're making are pretty good. Um, they're actually very good. Now, in the future, will this change? Yeah, it's going to change. It'll either go higher or lower. But this is where it is right now. And that's one of the good things about uh, typical annuity contracts. The, the parameters that are in place when you sign up and you agree to the contract are generally good for the life of that contract, which means that you're the only one that could allow them to change it. Now, it's not always that way, but uh, in most cases it is. Uh, so um, lot, lots of things to learn about. But we were talking about the guaranteed income for life. So and the, the numbers that they're talking about are actually relatively high. This has uh, been around for a long time. People are absolutely going to con- confuse this with a traditional annuity. And it, this is not a traditional annuity. That's, that's like saying, you know, a, a, uh, I don't know, a rowboat and an uh, aircraft carrier are the same because they both are boats. You know, well, no, <laughs> that, it's not the same. But yeah, so this one's definitely not the same. I, I, there are lots of changes that have come with this. The guaranteed income is a big deal. I think the, the rates are very competitive. And when I say competitive, um, let me go back to some of the paperwork here that I have, which, by the way, if you want like a copy of this, feel free to go to my website, go to contact us and say, hey, I would like the information on the, uh, the nationwide product that you were talking about. And nationwide advisory retirement income annuity with nationwide uh, lifetime income rider. You don't have to put all that stuff. There. Just tell me you want the, uh, the thing you heard me talking about on the radio. I'll, I'll kind of figure it out, especially if you put nationwide on it. And I can send you this PDF so that you can take a look at it on your own. And then if you'd like to, you can actually come in the office or you could just, you know, take advantage of that get to know you meeting. I'll show it to you. I'll go through it with you there. And again, this is something that, you know, in our industry, we're not allowed to make blanket recommendations. This is good for everybody. Uh, No, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. In some cases, it's not going to be good for everybody. If you are in your 30s, uh, you've got a lot of time. This is probably not for you. I'm just telling you <laughs> up front, it's probably not for you. Now, some people in their 30s may like it anyway because of the, the guarantees that it has in it. But there are other products for you that uh, that may be better. This is really for somebody who's probably within 10 years of retirement or is already retired and a little concerned about making their money last as long as they do. So very specific portion of the population. You're either 10 years or less away from retirement or you're already retired and looking to for ideas to make your money last as long as you do. So uh, I'm just going to go to a one of the pages here and, and basically it's the page's title is how uh, the Nationwide Lifetime Income Advisory works. And the first, uh, actually, I'm just getting a, a cue that I only have a couple minutes. 
not sure I should actually get into this with only a couple minutes, so I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to put this off until after the commercial break. When we come back, then I'll come right back to this. In the meantime, I will mention that the Lookout for the Bull website is up and running, and it's been running for about a week now, the, or a couple weeks now, and uh, it's going pretty well. The uh, emails come out on a daily basis right around 6.30, give you plenty of time in the evening to look over the, the stocks. And I've done something a little different. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this at first. I didn't want to tell anybody something and then have to disappoint them later. I'm, I'm actually going through and I'm uh, picking out the ones that look most uh, appealing from the list that this bo- is boiled down to on a daily basis. Now, because I've been doing this for so long, it takes me less than an hour to do that. Sometimes it'll take a little bit more, not, not often. But it takes me less than an hour to do that. If you were doing this, and when I first started doing this, let me go back to that. When I first started doing this, it took me several hours. I have no idea why I persevered. <laughs> I just, I have no idea. Yeah, but anyway, so I've been able to boil that down to less than an hour, and you get the benefit of all that. So every day I'm going to pick out the, my favorite stocks that meet all the criteria that I put out on the uh, Lookout for the Bull website. I think I'll probably have uh, Mike Seeger, the guy that's, uh, you know, it's an intern who works at, works, <laughs> he's going to Case. It's uh, an economics major. And uh, anyway, now that I hear the music, I guess I'll have to wait and talk about this when I come back from these commercial messages. You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. So I back you know i always do this i'm talking about something we go into commercial break i start reading and i forget what i was talking about (laughs) because i was talking uh well actually because i was reading about something else that i wanted to say and uh, we have been talking about this there's a, a new product coming out it's the first one that i'm aware of um i try to keep a pretty close eye on these things and it was interesting that I did see a uh, little blurb from uh, in one of the financial publications that I read where another company was coming up with something that's fairly similar to this only a couple weeks after this one was announced. So that's kind of the world in uh, financial services, very competitive. The minute you do something, somebody else is going to try and, and do the same thing. So it'll be interesting to see how this develops going down the road. But the big thing is... You're getting some guarantees on some products that are invested in stock funds. That's a, uh, that is really hard to do. You've got to have deep pockets to be able to do that, to be able to weather the storms, you know, and the uh, investments, to watch them fluctuate like that and to say, hey, look, we don't care what happens in the stock market. This is what we're willing to pay you based on the amount of money that you invest. And uh, I think it's, it's going to happen more and more. This is not an equity indexed annuity, incidentally. If you wanted to take all of your money out 
after you only had the money in there for a day, you could do so. You could take all the money out that you've only had in for a day and whatever the account made on that day uh, would be yours. Or, and if it lost money, that you're going to take that too because you're in mutual funds, basically. These mutual funds have been selected. They're Vanguard, Fidelity, uh, DFA, some of the largest, you know, most successful mutual fund families ever to have existed are available as some of the options there. And uh, so anyway, there, if, and this is something that I kind of I wanted to point out. Um, if you're in a product that's going to have a penalty for early withdrawal, it's because that, that product has a commission. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, it's, if it's the right product, you know, some products have commissions built in, but you don't have to pay anything up front. But if you take the money out early uh, or earlier than you're allowed to, then you have to pay a penalty. Um, these products don't have commissions, so you can take the money right back out and you will not be forced to pay a penalty. Now, whether or not the account value is higher or lower depends on what the stock market does and, uh, and the bond markets. But uh, but at least you're not going to get tagged by the company with a fee that maybe you didn't expect um, because you had to take the money out early. And that's one of the things that makes this a lot different than other products. It's the, the basic fact that you can just say, hey, just send me my money. And they will. So anyway, one of the other things that makes it really interesting is they have a what they call a roll-up rate. Uh, not only do they have a guarantee on income based on the amount that you invest in the age you are, and I'm going to get to the, some of those tables uh, a little bit later in the, today's program, and I'll be covering this, incidentally, going forward at least, I don't know, probably once a month because I think it's, I think it's that valuable. And maybe I'll do a five-minute segment on it once a week because I think this is something that, it is really appealing and going to be appealing to an awful lot of people who are getting close to retirement. Now, the uh, guarantees are important when you get closer to retirement. Um, the stock market's going to make more money than almost anything. Well, it has made more money than almost anything else that people have invested in. If you give it enough time, if the timing is kind of bad, you know, if you, if you retired uh, in October of 1987, you know, right before the market dropped 20% in a day, <laughs> you would not have a really good opinion on stocks more than likely. If, if you had retired in March of 2000, right before the S&P went down 57% and the NASDAQ went down 70 over the next three years, that that's one of the things that kills me is... The, uh, my industry breaks apart the uh, the declines into yearly, what's the worst year it ever had? Well, what I'd like to know is what is the worst peak to trough decline you've ever had? Because somebody forgot to tell the stock market it's supposed to begin and end its cycles on a calendar year basis. It was down three years in a row. <laughs> and it was down over 50%. And the vast majority of funds were down that much or more. Now, there were a handful that weren't. Okay? But my point is, if you were in a diversified portfolio, you would have been down the stock portion 
of your money would have been down at around 50%. And nobody's telling that. Nobody's telling you that. People that had retired during that time period that had most of their money in the stock market either, A, had to cut way back on their lifestyle in retirement, which is exactly what you want to do, right? You, you, want, you don't want to be able to spend as much money in retirement as you'd planned on because you had too much risk in the market. So the, uh, or they had to go back to work, keep saving, or they postponed retirement. And then it took a long time for those funds, if they didn't make the mistake that an awful lot of people make, is they, at some point in time, they just panic and pull. I can't take it anymore. I got to go. All right. So those are all the types of things that, that you want to try to, to avoid if, when you're within 10 years from retirement or if you're already retired. When you're already retired, you can't afford to see the investments that you're making drop by half. I mean, that, that's crazy. And uh, um, especially if you're trying to take out, you know, more than five or six percent maximum. So anyway, we'll, we'll always come back to that because this is uh, one of the things that, that I feel very strongly about is that it's really not making the most money. It's having a strategy that you can live with. That, that makes enough money for you to try to take money out of it and without running out of money before you die. And this goes a long way, I think, in helping an awful lot of people be able to achieve that goal. Now, some people don't care. You know, if you've got a big pension and you've got this investment money that you're not really that concerned with and your your whole goal is to make money, by the way, the vast majority of those people, when they're down 50%, they're... Uh, Attitude has a tendency to change. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you get the guys that, uh, yeah, I can take it, I can take it. And then uh, when they, you know, when push comes to shove and the market has a big correction like that, you know, it's, it, they start changing their, their strategies. I Don't do that. Yeah. Go into it. And that's probably one of the biggest uh, jobs of an advisor is to try to help you visualize what could happen and then prepare for it. And then hope you do better than that. Plan for the worst, hope for the best. That's an old saying. Uh, my last two minutes was just rephrasing that. <laughs> We're going to plan for the worst and hope for the best. And I think these products go a long way towards trying to do that. You know, it's, it's a great effort. It's a great effort. And by the way, I, I actually make a little less money on these than I would on if I were managing some other money. Uh, because I've discounted my my management fee on this. So anyway, um, but I just think it's such a great idea. And that's actually one of the reasons I, I put the discount in there was to try to attract more. Ad. I think it's a, a really good thing to do. You can have a guaranteed lifetime income and you can have a joint option. So if you're married, you have a spouse that you uh, care about. You know, and uh, what's that old saying? The um, Are you happy or are you married? I'm just kidding. The... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke by the way yeah <laughs> but if you uh, would like to join option you can do that so that something happens to either one of you the other still continues to draw on the assets the other thing i really like about this is that if something happens to both of you and the money there's still money left in your account it goes to your beneficiaries now when you're at in when you're part of a pension plan oftentimes the pension plan doesn't have that refund option for your beneficiaries. Now, you have to find out from your pension plan if yours does. 
But a lot of them, a lot of the ones that I see, they don't. So what happens if, you know, hopefully, God forbid, you were in a plane crash, you and your wife were on a vacation somewhere. Um, in some of these cases, the annuities are, the pensions, which are annuities, by the way, uh, they're just really large ones. Uh, if, if the pensions were set up and didn't have a refund option, meaning that if there's still money left, it goes to your beneficiaries, then it goes back to the pension. And uh, that's one of the other big differences between this and a lot of other products out there that are competing. A lot of the uh, other types of annuities, same thing. They give you a joint life expectancy. This is what you're going to pay if, as long as you're alive. And then uh, if your spouse outlives you, that's okay. We'll pay your spouse this amount. But after the spouse passes away, then the money goes back to the insurance company. And I'm not real fond of that. The, uh, and I'm sure most people aren't either. So that's not how this one works. This is the, uh, like I said, it, it's a lot different. It's got many different options. One of the options that it's got is a, a 7% simple interest roll-up rate. Simple interest means it's not compounded. So if you had, I'll give an example. If you had $100,000 that was paying 7% simple interest, that would be $7,000 a year, and it wouldn't compound. So let's say five years from now, you're getting $7,000 times five is thirty-five. The 100000 would be 135000 in five years. If it were compounding, it would be higher than that. But since it doesn't compound, it's just a simple interest rate based on the initial investment. It's going to stay at 7000 It's going to be added to the uh, original base but there won't be anything additional added to that money. Okay, so that that's a big difference. Over a 10-year time period, I, I pulled up my calculator and calculated it. It comes out to about a, a 5.3, which is pretty good, you know, especially given that the 10-year treasury is paying around 1.8 or so. Last time I looked, 5.3, 1. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? The, uh, I think it's pretty good, but you can't confuse this, though. Don't confuse this with the treasury. They do not work the same way. And uh, since I hear, I'm going to probably have to take a quick commercial break in a couple minutes here. I'll come back and I'll I'll talk about the differences between uh, doing treasuries and doing something like this. And uh, also a lot of the other differences, you know, if you're going to do corporate bonds and that kind of stuff, the, uh, uh, what the income benefit bases are, that that's actually what we're talking about. I'm going to have to clarify that. I'll, I'll be doing this on multiple shows. I mean, there is no way somebody's going to get this driving in their car <laughs> in one five-minute time period. It's just not going to happen probably. Maybe, you know, you've got a, if you have one of those photographic memories, that, that's, you, but I don't know how you're photographing my voice, but, they, <laughs> but you can probably, if, if you can remember things, if you have a really good memory, maybe, maybe you could do it. But I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't fall into that category. I'd have to hear this more than once. So anyway, got to take a real quick commercial break. You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Stay tuned because I'll be right back.
And we're back. <laughs> Listen to Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. You can find me on my website, or you can find my website by going to bullingtoncapital.com. If you'd like to set up a get equating meeting, there's no cost. You know, you can stop by the office and um, be glad to talk about your situation with you. The uh, let's go to Bullington Capital. There's a contact us form right there, and uh, somebody will reach out back to you. It'll probably be me. Um. Yeah, probably Melissa. <laughs> I try, you know, I, I, I do. And uh, uh, actually, if you're already a client, and that's one of the reasons that uh, sometimes Melissa is going to reach out to you because the uh, I respond to our clients first and foremost because uh, they're my clients. Yeah, and uh, to get that kind of treatment, all you have to do is become a client. But uh, anyway, and there's no cost. Um, we're glad to sit down and talk about your situation, what you have on your mind. And this, this last segment, I'm, I'm going to kind of leave, I guess, because I'll be coming back to this every week, This uh, these new products that are rolling out. The first one, and the one I like the best is right now, uh, that that could change. The, uh, if somebody comes out with a better product, I'm you know my loyalty is to my clients, not the companies that I represent, because uh, I'm actually your representative to those companies. So I'm, I'm shopping for the best deals I think I can get from my clients. And uh, this is a really good uh, development that's happened in my industry. I think it should have happened quite a while ago, but I'm always thinking that. So anyway, we'll come back and talk about those guaranteed lifetime income benefits that you can get today. Uh, These are relatively new, haven't been really offered before. There have been similar things out there, but this one is a lot less expensive than they are. And that's what I think I really like about it. I think you have a chance of maybe doing better than the guaranteed values. And uh, that's kind of a big deal. So anyway, um, I'm going to move on to the last segment. I, every every uh, week I'm going to talk about the Lookout for the Bull website. This is basically, it, it's kind of how I got started in the industry. When I, um, well, I, I take that back. When I first got started, I was trying to do the Warren Buffett thing, the value-oriented stuff. And what I found out was that when people looked at, you know, maybe having to hold on to a stock for three, four, five years before they could expect to see a, a big profit in it, they weren't really excited about that. <laughs> and and that's what value investing is like. Sometimes you'll hold on to a stock for eight or nine years and then it goes, you know, so the value investor has to have an enormous amount of patience. And it's one of the reasons that I use funds for that. I use value-oriented funds, exchange-traded funds, they, uh, because those things drive me nuts. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather uh, have somebody else doing that for me, so I pick out the best funds I can find. I let those guys, I allocate that money there. It's a great way to hand it, handle some risk. That's risk. You know, all stocks are risky, even your... Uh, stocks that are undervalued have a tendency to get more undervalued and even more undervalued and then stay undervalued <laughs> for an extremely long time if, in fact, they ever do come back to full valuation. I mean, look at Microsoft. They had an 18-year period. It was negative. 18 years. And uh, I know people, no, no, it wasn't. Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> I would not say that if it weren't true. And uh, you can now we, we got Google. You can you can see that stuff. Go back to the year two thousand. Microsoft's high price was fifty three dollars and eighty one cents. 
Microsoft in 2009, okay, from 2000 to 2009, the low price was $14.18. Now, do you hear that? So this is actually 1999 when it peaked. It peaks in 1999 at 53.81. In 2009, it gets down to 14.87. From 53 to 14. Okay, that's like going from 5 million to 1.4 million. Now, how do you feel? Oh, but you should feel better because it's only been 10 years. <laughs> 10 years and you're down that much. All right. And then you go, when it finally gets to a new, when it finally passes that old high point and stays above that level, it is 2016, 17 years, 17 years. One of the most successful companies in the history of the country had a 17 year period. People, uh, they, they just don't know. And they don't know because they don't want to buy the software that, that I'm using, uh, which is a lot cheaper now. You know, I, I get it. I remember the old days. I, Paid through the nose for this stuff. It's one of the reasons I'm not already retired. It was so expensive that I was spending, at one point in time, it was $3,000 a month. And this is back in the mid-90s when that was a whole lot more money than it is today. Yeah, I'm, I am that kind of dedicated. I just wanted to know. And, and quite frankly, I, I feel bad to have to admit this. It wasn't as much for my clients as it was for me. <laughs> I wanted to know for me. <laughs> so, and I found out. By the way, here's Apple. You know, one of the obviously one of the most successful companies. Gets to a high these are these prices are adjusted for all the splits that they've had, by the way. So, the high price that it reached in 1987, it did not get back to and stay above that level until 2004. Okay, 2004. From 1987 to 2004. How many years is that? 17 years. That must, wow, that's weird. Yeah, both uh, Microsoft. <laughs> they were different time periods too. And uh, that's Apple. And by the way, people say, well, look at Apple now. Okay, if you lived 17 years, and, and by the way, and you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, you made a lot of money on Apple. Now, I want to avoid that scenario. That's where the value investors, by the way, were right to buy that stock at those low prices. And in case you think I'm just picking on technology companies, let's go take a look at Coca-Cola. You know, I used to drink so much Coke that I could have kept them alive by myself. <laughs> before I realized that, uh, you know, that was before the Atkins diets. <laughs> before we realized that, they, that carbohydrates were really the thing that was making you fat. It wasn't the fat that was making you fat. It was the carbohydrates and uh, it was the sugars. The, uh, but, it, yeah, I was... That's that. That's what I would do to, I guess, uh, calm my nerves when I just realized I'd send another three thousand dollar check in for another month worth of data. <laughs> By the way, those were checks in those days. We didn't we didn't have the online payment systems that we do today. The uh, mind boggling how much that's all changed. But anyway, Coca Cola peaks in nineteen ninety eight. Okay, it still touched the price this year that it had peaked out at. In 1998. What year is it again? It's 2019. That's 21 years. 21 years. So by all means, be a value investor. (laughs) 
just, but I would do that with a fund. I, I, I don't want to sit through that. So it's, it's why I, I learned the other style of investing. It's called momentum. Momentum's tough. You know, value investing's tough too. That's what we're just kind of talking about. You know, having to sit there forever while your stock is down. Uh, if you're not adding to those stocks, you, you've got a problem. Um, I would hate to put all my money in one stock. I'm watching CNBC on my way in today. They were doing this Veterans Day thing. By the way, thank you, veterans, for your service. Invaluable, unbelievable that people would actually sacrifice that much from their lives, uh, sometimes their entire life. The, uh, and uh, so glad to be here in the United States and so glad to have uh, those people that have served us so well over all these years. And, uh, anyway, um, so Coca-Cola, uh, Warren Buffett's biggest shareholder. He was the biggest shareholder in 1998. He's still the biggest shareholder. And he went through that period. He's gone through that period. So I, I started learning the, the other style, the growth momentum. It was very expensive to do. Today, it's not so much. You know, in fact, I'm doing most of the work for you. Uh, I'm narrowing the stocks down to a list of you know, 15 or 20 a day. And uh, 15 or 20, you say, 15 or 20 a day, how do you pick? Well, you pick the ones you like. Because at that point, all the odds are pretty much the same. And you stick to that 1% rule that I wrote about on the website, and you'll be fine. Yeah, but anyway, you go to uh, today. I'm looking at, uh, uh, all right, we're looking at the reasons why I would do this. And those are the reasons. You know, you've got Coca-Cola. You've got, look at Walmart. Walmart's been super successful. Walmart reached a peak in 1999 that it still saw until 2017. Now, it's up since then. About 35%. 35% since 1999. That is not, oh, I'm sorry, about 70% since 1999. That is not a lot. And when you're, when you're talking about a, an almost a 20-year time period, what's, what's 70 divided by 20? Yeah, I don't even know. It's some really low number because I don't have my calculator handy. <laughs> So if, if we divide 70 by one, and that's actually, uh, okay, it's 3.5%. So are you sure? Divide, uh, let's see, divide 119 by 70. So, okay, that's, yeah, actually, that's pretty close. So the, uh, yeah, around 3%. And that's without compounding. If you do the compounding, it comes down to lower than that because it just does. <laughs> I actually don't have the, the time to go through the math. But so you've averaged probably about uh, less than 2% a year on Walmart. And Walmart's one of the better stores. Amazon.com, one of my favorite companies, one of my favorite stores. You know, I don't own a single sh- Yeah, actually, I take that back. I own some shares of Amazon, but it's in they're in funds that I own. That, that's how I... Uh, like to own those types of stocks is through a fund. I don't like to hold them myself. Amazon dropped 95% from its peak in the year 2000 to its bottom in 2001. 95%. And every time I show that graph to somebody, they immediately go, well, yeah, but look at it now. I'm like, okay, you're going to tell me you put a million dollars in Amazon and it comes down to $50,000 and, and you're not upset, you are not being realistic. You would be horribly upset 
if that were to happen. By the way, as a as a licensed fiduciary, if anybody had ever com- filed a complaint, I'd be at fault for allowing them to do that. Despite the, the fact that Amazon today is $1779 and it that would have been around 100 bucks. So it's up 17 times. 17 times what it was in the year 2000. But see, the thing is, it went down 95%. And, uh, and it took nearly 10 years to recover. It took nearly 10 years to recover. So this is why I like to do the slightly more active stuff uh, in investing. That's, where I, that's why the Look Out for the Bull website uh, came about. That's why that, that whole style of investing came about. And if you've been looking at, you know, it's actually been pretty good so far, you know, knock on wood. It's got its challenges too. And the challenges with, with it are that uh, you can still have big declines in your overall portfolio value. You can't get rid of that. But you can manage it a little bit better. And you can put yourself in a position to hit some, uh, to hit some pretty big winners. That's basically the bottom line. How this works is that you're probably going to lose on at least as many transactions as you win on, and everybody thinks that you can't make money that way. They're wrong. The uh, they're just wrong. I remember on this show a few years ago, uh, actually it's probably a decade ago, that a guy calls in and says, "Hey, I, I've made money on 49 out of my 52 last 52 trades," and I said, "Well, how much are you down by?" The guy was stunned. He goes, "It, it well, the phone went silent." He was stunned. He goes, how did you know I was down? And I go, there's only one way that you can win on that high of a percentage. You have to take really small gains. You have to take a, a lot of them. Occasionally, you're going to buy a stock that drops like a rock, and it's going to wipe out all your profits. So how much are you down by? And he goes, well, it was sheepishly, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm down about 10%. So you won on 49 out of 52 trades, and you're down 10%. And by the way, he was lucky. That was one of the better <laughs> track records of somebody who I've seen that one on 80% or more of their transactions had done. And see, that's how that works. And I only have, I don't have enough time actually to go through the, we'll pick this topic back up next week. And we're working on the website. We're going to get, uh, we're going to add much to it. Some of these lessons and some of this stuff we'll put up there so that you can go back and refer back to it uh, over time to help you out. But but right now, I guess I'll, I'll give you one of the stocks I'll be writing about this weekend is Scientific Gains, as simple as SGMS. I do not own it yet. I'm going to buy it on Monday. I'm going to buy it according to the 1% rule that I wrote about on lookoutforthebull.com. And uh, so if you want to, right now, that, that the training is up there and it's free. The training is free. Uh, it's really a lot simpler than you might think it is. People like to make it complicated and they, they love to ask questions uh, and I love to pose the same question 10 different ways, thinking that I'll answer differently <laughs> at some point in time. Uh, sorry, man. The uh, I've already been that <laughs> down that road myself. So when you ask the same question disguised a different way, I'm going to give you the same answer. And eventually, uh, it'll get through, hopefully. But anyway, I like scientific, scientific games. By the way, they make uh, lottery ticket machines um, or actually do a lot of the software for that. Now that I hear the music, the show is definitely over. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420 The Answer. Have a good week, good luck, and good investing. By the way, you can also find this on The Fish's podcast at 955thefish.com. Thank you very much. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report. 
Broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC.